This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. I have traveled all over the world and have been in almost every major nation, city, and region across the globe. And I certainly have my favorite places in the world, those areas that I believe to be the most beautiful and serene. You see, I yearn for beauty. I yearn for the views of God's creation. The craggy cliffs and abundant green hills of the west coast of Ireland, from Donegal down through Galway to Killarney. The cliffs, glaciers, and mountains and waterfalls of Switzerland's Lauterbrunnen Valley that also attracted Tolkien when he was just 19 years old. The stunning sand dunes just outside of Marrakesh, Morocco. The lush tropical otherworldliness of Kauai. The glaciers, mountains, and rainforests of Alaska's west coast. The picturesque perfectness of Italy's Amalfi coastline. I've more or less seen it all. God has been good to me. But there is one place, one very large place, that I believe has nearly all of the beauty that I just described in all the places mentioned previously in one state. California. And I've driven the entirety of California up and down the Pacific Coast Highway at least eight times in my life, and stopped so many places along the way to just gaze at the beauty surrounding me from the mountains to the blue Pacific. I have driven through the extraterrestrial alien terrain of Joshua Tree National Park and stayed there for a while. I've been through the temperate rainforests of Big Sur. I've spent time in San Francisco, where I took my first steps as a baby. And when I was a small boy, my family and I lived in Anaheim, California. More so than any state, that is, outside of Florida, in our union. Outside of any state except for Florida, there is none that has a special place in my heart like California. Many years ago, California is where the adventurers went to strike it rich, to be left alone, to create the magic of the movies, maybe to start all over again. And also, it's been a place to birth new ideas and innovations. It was the land of Reagan, the steel-jawed gipper that was both the kindly grandfather and the iron-backbone opponent of Marxism and socialism, who, along with Margaret Thatcher, brought down the Iron Curtain. And not to mention, the weather isn't too bad either. <laughs> like, literally perfect weather. You know, as a matter of fact, I was just recently in California, just a month or so ago with my friend James Lindsay and the rest of our team at Sovereign, to speak at a few locations in Ventura County. And I couldn't help but to take the wheel of our SUV and drive the team throughout the beautiful coastal regions and mountains of Southern California. You see, I know all the good places. I've been there many times. Like I said, it's got a place in my heart. Now, you will soon see our discussions on Sovereign Nations, and one of our discussions is posted that we had at a church there in our show notes. 
But anyway, back to the story. Through the decades of Republican governorship in California, the economy in California had soared, surpassing that of the United Kingdom to become the fifth largest economy in the world. I mean, think about that just for a second. California has a larger economy than the United Kingdom. California is a state, a place worth fighting for. The Americans in California are worth fighting for. But although California was prosperous and great for business for decades under governors like Reagan, Duke Medjian, and Wilson, boy did Democrat Gray Davis come in and completely mess things up. Gray Davis brought in the far-left policies that began to turn California upside down. Black was white and white was black. And it became obvious that what Gray Davis was doing was actually diminishing California, making it incrementally worse. And so the residents and citizens of California recalled Governor Gray Davis and replaced him with Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was marginally better. Actually, he kept many of the bad policies in place, but for the most part, made California somewhat of a better place to live in after Gray Davis. And then Arnold was out. And Governor Moonbeam Jerry Brown came in. Everything that could go poorly in California went to ruin. Homelessness now was overrunning Los Angeles and San Francisco. Illegal migrants taking up massive amounts of area, helped by the state of California. Their housing paid, medical paid, education paid. A literal reconquista of California. Taxes went through the roof for residents, some of the highest tax rates in the entire nation. Taxes also exploded for corporations, causing many leading industries and businesses to flee California and their jobs with them. The minimum wages that you had to pay someone to be able to just live in California and work for California made it completely insurmountable for a business to actually make normal business happen. I know many businesses and corporations in California that have been through this. I was on the board of several of them and also strategically talking to some of them. And the stories they told me was just impossible for them to keep Folks that were just, let's say, taking care of the mailroom or taking care of being secretaries or whatever the case may be, it was impossible for them to employ them anymore because people just couldn't afford to live there. Ballot harvesting became normal practice in California to ensure that conservatives would never come into power again. And all during his term, Governor Democrat Jerry Brown's lieutenant governor was Gavin Newsom. And when Jerry Brown's term was up and he left, many thought that maybe, you know, just maybe, Gavin Newsom would be a bit less progressive and insane than old Jerry Brown. They were wrong. Things became worse. Much worse under Newsom. And as bad as the homelessness and drug problem was under Jerry Brown, it became fortified under Gavin Newsom. Incredibly bad forestation policies and water management led to needless crises under Brown and Newsom. The power grid had become unstable under Newsom, with brownouts a regular feature of living in California. 
And then came the dystopian horrific. COVID-19 came to the United States and to California in 2020. And as you can imagine, one of the states you didn't want to be living in during this time was California. And the reason was Gavin Newsom. And California, along with other deeply blue Marxist fascist states like New York, Michigan, and others, Gavin Newsom and his directors of public health were among the most draconian in the nation and the world. Although Australia is certainly giving them a run for their money now. Governor Newsom and the Department of Public Health now have gone so far as to tell religious Californians how they could worship together. And when the churches were finally allowed to come together in some fashion in small numbers, Gavin Newsom and the Department of Public Health of California then explained to them the mode and practice that they needed to follow for Christian baptism, as well as the mode and practice of Christian communion. The distance and practice of singing and worshiping. For Muslims, they told them how far apart their prayer rugs needed to be from one another in their time of worship. In other words, they were establishing religion. Gavin Newsom was putting the total in totalitarianism. I know I laugh because it's so ridiculous, but think about how horrible this is. Newsom and the Ventura County Commissioners went very hard after my friend Pastor Rob McCoy at Calvary Chapel Thousand Oaks, now known as God Speaks Calvary Chapel. Newsom was unrelenting with Pastor John MacArthur and Grace Community Church. You see, because Gavin Newsom is a tyrant. Now, I'm not saying that out of hyperbole. He's actually a tyrant. As is, of course, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They are tyrants as is Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. They are tyrants. And Gavin Newsom is governor of the bluest state in the nation, California. And not because necessarily all the actual legal voters are blue, but because they have made it blue operationally. And the reason is because in their eyes, Justice needed to be done in California to clear the state of all the years of freedom, oppression, white privilege, capitalistic greed from men like Reagan, Wilson, and Schwarzenegger. You see, what they've been doing for the last decade is resetting California. The California Great Reset. If you wanted a picture of what the United States was going to end up being under Joe Biden and the World Economic Forum's plans. Just look at Gavin Newsom's California. Property rates are sky high all over California, and they have been for the last 10 to 14 years. You know, not just because of the fact that BlackRock has come in, but also because of the fact that you have the communist Chinese coming up and buying large amounts of land and homes and other places. Now, California was once a great state, and in my opinion, as I had stated earlier, one of the most beautiful places on earth. But it's been brought to its knees and deconstructed by the progressives. And then, all of a sudden, like a miracle, there came the talk of recalling Governor Newsom. 
to rid the state of the technocratic tyrant. To rid the state of the insane, state-destroying policies of the progressive monster known as Gavin Newsom. Well, in the beginning, Newsom wasn't really too concerned. That is, until... Larry Elder stepped up to the plate. Larry Elder, brilliant thinker, author and talk show host. The man that brought David Rubin out of critical race thinking and into conservatism. The man who created the brilliant Uncle Tom movie. The man that can rapid-fire policy in history like a hot machine gun. The man that is dedicated to this nation, the Constitution, and the freedoms and liberties that we all must champion in the coming years for what we are up against. The man who knows what's wrong with the progressive policies in California. What is destroying the state of California? What is destroying African-American Latino populations in America? The man who understands the evil games of manipulation played by the Chinese Communist Party. The man who is a wrecking ball against the Democrats. The man who knows what path we should be on in the United States of America. The man who knows how to win the ideological war against critical race theory in the United States of America and in California. Oh, and by the way, He's black. So anyway, Larry Elder has the Democrats and the phony globalist Republicans scared to death. And why are they scared to death? Because Larry Elder, a true American, can win. A man who will be supported popularly by the residents and citizens of California. Because he cares about them and their liberties in the Constitution, as opposed to these technocratic, oligarchical, socialist, fascist dreams. He believes in America. He's my friend. He's our brother. He's one of us. Well, that's what populism is, folks. Don't use it as a derogatory term. So a few weeks ago, A panicked California governor, Gavin Newsom, attacked conservative radio talk show host Larry Elder during a Zoom call with campaign volunteers, targeting Larry Elder. I mean, they're already going so far and being so ridiculous to call Larry Elder a white supremacist with a black face. That's how ridiculous they're going. Well, Newsom's attack acknowledged that Elder, a popular figure, once again, popular figure, who has never run for public office before, as the leading threat to his tenure. Several recent polls now show that voters increasingly are prepared to recall Newsom. The most recent showed a majority of likely California voters were prepared to remove Newsom from office. And even real, actual Democrats are getting in the act. So much so that now former state Senator Gloria Romero, she's a Democrat from East Los Angeles and a prominent Democrat, and really actually the first woman to ever serve as state Senate majority leader in California. She has now endorsed conservative radio talk show host Larry Elder over Gavin Newsom. This is very good news for Larry Elder. I'll tell you something else that's really good news for Larry Elder. It might seem like good news for Gavin Newsom, because now they're trying to play the race card. But think about what they're doing here. Now, Vice President Kamala Harris, who was a former U.S. senator from the state, will now campaign with Newsom in the San Francisco Bay Area on Friday. Now, I want you to think about this, though. 
there was no one more unpopular recently in the state of California, and especially in San Francisco, than Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, the most unpopular, cackling, insulting, disastrous, can't-do-anything-right vice president in the history of the United States. And now she is campaigning for Gavin Newsom in California. So Elder spoke about Kamala Harris campaigning for Newsom, stating, quote, Hispanics are tired of being taken for a ride. They want a choice. And they're aware the teachers' union are the biggest impediment to that. Hispanics are rethinking their allegiance to the Democratic Party as well. And I think blacks are, too. End quote. And he's right. The citizens in California have been living in a prison for the last year and a half. They've been told, do as we say or we will destroy you. We will crush you. And by the way, swallow critical race theory and all of its revolutionaries as they burn down your cities or we will crush you for that, too. And maybe if you are conservative, you're beginning to think. This is our chance. Larry Elder must win. This is the chance for the United States of America to regain its ground from the actual insurrectionists, the neo-Marxists of the Democratic Party and the World Economic Forum. This is our chance. Elder must win. And he can win, if it is fair and square. And we have already seen some shenanigans from California to try to ensure that Newsom will stay King Tyrant of California and Chief Officer of the West Coast Great Reset. Gavin Newsom and the elite Democrats of the state of California will try to Donald Trump Larry Elder. You can bet on it. So what can you do? Well, first, support Larry Elder for governor of California. Folks, the fifth largest economy in the world, the most populous state in the United States, might just go red. It might just go to a conservative that loves the Constitution and the United States of America. He is someone who is our true brother in terms of being a citizen of the United States of America. He cares about your rights. He cares about those that live in California. If Elder wins, they won't be able to play their games at the ballot box in 2024 in California. Secondly, if you are a California resident, do everything you can to assist with voter integrity in California immediately. Third, regardless if you are a resident or not in California, support Larry Elder across social media. This is a huge opportunity to start taking back the nation. Now, they will attack Elder from all ends, no doubt, just like Ron DeSantis. But if Elder wins, Americans that love the Constitution have an opportunity to take back the nation. And we have a playbook. So I think we can all say together, let's make California great again. <laughs>